Hello, and welcome to the Mentor of Life podcast by Dr. Shala Izzokoli. I am Dr. Shala Izzokoli, your life makeover mentor. With untraditional solutions to age-old problems, I help you create what you want in life, health, and relationships. Yes, you can have it all. Welcome back. It's so nice to be back again after a while. In addition to doing the business things, I took a week off, a whole week of vacation, which I haven't done in a year. I know, I know, I know. I need to practice what I preach. I need to practice what I preach more. This is the first time since the pandemic that we have taken our kids anywhere on a plane. So they were celebrating their first spring break post pandemic. I was celebrating my 45th birthday. Yes, I turned 45 on the 15th of April, still accepting gifts. And I'm celebrating the fact that I finished my book. Yes, I am writing a book and I have finished, I've completed it, yes. So that was a good time for celebration. Took a week off, we went, were out of town, we went to Branson, Missouri, where it's really nice, really quiet, but there's so much to do. So we had that nice mix of, of quietness and activity, which was so great. You should check it out, Branson, Missouri. Today, I'm going to be talking about something that's very, very important, and it is confidence. Now, maybe you've heard people teach on confidence before. Maybe you've said it yourself, I need to be more confident. I need to be more confident in myself. I need to be more self-confident. Maybe you've said this before. Um, maybe you've thought of confidence as something you either born with or not, right? But whatever your thoughts are about confidence and whatever you've heard about confidence, just lay them aside for a minute and listen to this because you may not have heard it like this before. I'm going to be defining confidence, telling you what confidence is not, giving you a few key enemies of confidence and sharing a few things on how you can be more confident. So hang on to your hats. Now, what I'm sharing is actually from my upcoming book. So obviously I'm not going to share everything because I want you to buy the book, but I will be sharing some things from my book on confidence because this is so important as a woman that you need to be confident. Not just women, men need to be confident too. I have met men who are lacking in confidence and you can see it from their actions or inactions as the case may be. So whether you're a man or a woman, you need confidence. And no matter how confident you feel, you could probably use a little more or you may be confident in certain areas and not confident in other areas that can happen. For example, I meet people who are physicians. They're very confident in what they do as physicians, but when it comes to maybe some other ventures, oh, you know, you know, you could do this, you could do that, you could write a book, you could start a business, etc. Then we find that they don't have confidence in that particular area. So it varies from thing to thing. Now, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you what confidence is, and then we can talk about what it isn't. So I've written down a few things so that I don't ramble on and on. I mean, this is a topic that I could talk about all day. I actually had a two hour coaching session with a client because some people book me for just one session and all she needed was confidence tips and ways to grow more confident. 
So I'm telling you, I could ramble on and on and on about confidence for a long time. But since this is a <laughs> 10, 15 minute podcast, I'm going to make it concise. So I'm going to be looking at what I've written down to keep myself on track. Okay, so here goes. What is confidence? Now, there's a saying by somebody called Cicero who said, if you have no confidence in self, you are twice defeated in the race of life. With confidence, you have won even before you have started. That is by Cicero. What is confidence? Well, Webster says, confidence is a feeling or a belief that you can do something well or succeed at something. Now, um, I asked my daughter, What's confidence? I just, you know, we're driving the car and I just threw it out there. And she said, a secure feeling in yourself and your abilities. I was like, hmm. okay, baby Webster, I like that. <laughs> so here goes. I found this definition online. I'm going to read it because it's a little bit long. It says, confidence is based on trust and reliance. It's a feeling or a state of faith in something. Self-confidence in that case is having trust or faith in yourself, which comes from one's belief in your own abilities and worth. So confidence is important to take those big bold steps. And you know, I dare say that everybody is born confident. Have you heard a baby cry? I mean, a baby will cry and scream until it gets what he wants and he doesn't care, he, she doesn't care whether it's inconvenient or not. You know, I call that confidence. No baby's going around saying, well, you know, I'll just squeal a little bit so that people don't get annoyed with me. No, babies are born confident. But as we grow up, confidence is sort of beaten out of us. Not, I'm not talking about literally, I'm talking about more figuratively, beaten out of us as sort of real, the harsh realities of life sets in. We start to take blows from life and then our confidence starts to get undermined. And depending on the environment one grows up in to parental, etc., we can either have more or less confidence as we grow up. So, but why do we need to be confident anyway? Like, well, I'm not confident, I'm fine. Maybe you are maybe you aren't right so first of all confident people have better mental health confident people sleep better confident people make more money <gasps> what yes indeed studies have shown that conf people who are confident make more money than those who are not confidence improves your self-worth it reduces social anxiety right confidence in your abilities helps you to be more creative and more productive with those abilities. You sleep better, you have less stress, you have better relationships, and on and on it goes. Confidence improves your self-trust. Confidence improves your self-worth. Funny enough, improved self-worth also improves your confidence. So confidence, self-worth go together like a virtuous cycle. So now, what confidence is not? So here's the thing. Some people mistake certain things for confidence and those things are not confidence. They're not confidence in as of itself. Now, some confident people might have those, but this doesn't make those things confidence. For example, people think being loud is being confident. No, there are people who are not confident. They're just loud, right? Being boastful, being a braggart, that doesn't mean confidence. It just means you're a braggart. Being extroverted, a bully, a narcissist, having a superiority complex, those are not confidence. Those are other things that are not confidence. You can be extroverted and admired in insecurity, and you can actually be using your extroversion 
to mask a lack of confidence. Now, I've met many introverted people who are as confident and comfortable in their own skin as anything. And I've met many extroverted people who are who lack confidence. So, we know what confidence is. We know why we need it. Now, what are some of the enemies of confidence? Now, in my book, my upcoming book, I talk about this at length. I actually have, there are 14 things that block your confidence. There are 14 things. I'm going to share five enemies of confidence that you need to watch out for. I would say these are the most important. When the book comes out, I will let you know. So if you're watching this, if it's YouTube, subscribe to the channel so you can know when the book is coming out. If it's on podcast, you can follow me on Spotify so that you can know when I make the announcement when the book is coming out or at the very least when it's available for pre-order, I can let you know when it's available and you can go and purchase it. So the first enemy of confidence I'm going to talk about is overthinking. I call this analysis paralysis. Actually, maybe somebody else said that. The propensity to overthink everything. If you overthink things, you would choke out your own confidence. Now, there is, there is, okay, so I always talk about this. If you hear me talk, I talk about not getting into extremes, right? There are people who don't give things a second thought, they just jump out and do something. Not great. There are some people who think and 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 think until they've thought themselves out of the thing. That too is another extreme that you want to avoid. You want to be in the middle. You want to make a jump, make a move, make a decision. You're giving it the right amount of research, the right amount of study. You're not jumping in without any knowledge, but at the same time, you're not planning and 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 planning until you don't do anything. Stop overthinking. Sometimes you do have to poop or get off the pot. Rather, I like to say, poop and get off the pot. Goodbye. So, you know, it behooves you not to overthink things beyond a certain point. That's number one. Number two, imposter syndrome is an enemy of confidence. When we have imposter syndrome, we feel like a fraud. We feel like we don't belong. We feel like we're not good enough in spite of evidence to the contrary, okay? So now this is not a case of uh, you actually don't know how to do something or don't know something. Don't pretend, right? Because if you're pretending, you're actually imposter. I'm saying in a case where you actually know, you know that you know how to do it, you know you can step up, but something inside you tells you you're not good enough, you don't belong, you're a fraud. That is imposter syndrome and it's an enemy of confidence. Number three, what will people say syndrome? Yes, I call that a syndrome because there are many people who are pathologically attached to the approval of others, of all and sundry. Now again, extremes, right? I always talk my extremes. I'm not saying don't take any counsel from anybody, but you can't base all your decisions on what every single person has to say. What will people say? is an enemy of confidence. If you're constantly checking for, what are people gonna say? What are people gonna say? What are people gonna say about me? What are people gonna say about this? What are people gonna say if I do this? What are people gonna say if I do that? Then your confidence will take a hit again and again and again and again and again. The next one, number four, perfectionism. Perfectionism is an enemy of confidence because perfection is not possible, therefore it's not required. All you are required is to be excellent. Excellence is doing the best you can with what you have. 
that is excellent that's all you need you have what you have whatever resources time resources energy resources do the best you can with it and that's all that is needed you know perfection is impossible because if you can continue to improve on something that means you can never be perfect you can just continue to improve on it because here's the thing perfectionism holds you up to this standard which you will never reach because when you reach here it goes up you reach here it goes up you reach it keeps going up the higher you go so that is a standard that you can never ever reach so instead of looking for perfection look for excellence number five pathological fear of the unconventional if you're so scared of what is outside of the norm you will never be confident because there will be one day where you're gonna have to do something that's outside of the norm to take you to your next level that something could be anything it could be you know maybe everyone in your family suffers with obesity and you need to lose 200 pounds and you've never seen anyone do that before unconventional maybe you're in a, an abusive marriage and all your family members and friends are in abusive marriages and you've decided you know what i can't do this anymore i have to leave this abusive marriage unconventional like in my case i had to make a decision when my kids were very young not to send them to preschool again some of these decisions are not they're not big they may not even be big life-changing things but i was i realized hey you know what i cannot send my kids to preschool it doesn't make sense for our family everyone around was sending their kids to preschool i was the only one that i knew that didn't and i was like well you know i'm not doing a bad thing if you're constantly scared of doing the unconventional you will never be confident so now having shared with you just five enemies of confidence maybe you start to think what are some things that you know have made your confidence take a hit in the past i'm going to now share with you five things that you can do to improve your confidence number one finish what you start there's confidence that comes simply with accomplishing something there are many people who start something leave it start something leave it start something leave it so you never actually get the feeling of accomplishing something you start a book and you leave it somewhere you start another one you leave it somewhere you start another one you leave it somewhere like you will never be confident unless you finish what you start number two live in integrity okay i'm talking i'm not talking about things like don't lie don't steal don't cheat i'm talking about your integrity of thoughts feelings and actions don't pretend to hate what you like and like what you hate i say this all the time live in integrity don't go against your personal principles in the name of pleasing the crowd when you do that your confidence will improve number three don't let mistakes rejection and failures change your beliefs about yourself about who you are maybe you failed in business great go do another business or go learn something and come back and do it again don't let mistakes, rejections, or failures change your beliefs about who you are as a person because you are a person of worth. And when you anchor yourself into that worth, you will feel more confident as opposed to anchoring yourself into your, you know, mistakes, rejections, failures, etc. Piggybacking on that, number four, align more with your true self than your failures. It will build more confidence in you. You see, if you continue to see yourself in the light of all the things you didn't do well, it's not going to make you into a better version of yourself that's going to do any better. Align with your true self as opposed to your failures. You're not your failures. If you get angry, it doesn't make you an angry person. If you got jealous, it doesn't make you a jealous person. 
align with who you know yourself to be on the inside. That good person, that worthy person, that child of God that you know yourself to be. Align with that individual as opposed to your failures. Now, number five, use affirmations around confidence. Wake up in the morning, look in the mirror and tell yourself, I'm worthy, I'm great, I'm confident. Today, I'm going to face the day like the most confident person on earth. I guarantee you, tell yourself that for 28 days straight, what's going to happen? You're going to start to feel into it because guess what? The things you hear, you believe. The things you hear over and over and over and over again, you believe more and more. The things you hear from yourself over and over and over and over again, you believe the most. Use affirmations So, at this point, I'm going to conclude, gone on for like 20 minutes. I hope these little things help you to start to develop yourself along the lines of confidence. Start to develop more confidence in yourself and your abilities. Start there. And if you want more confidence, I am going to put a link, if you're a woman, to join my Empowered Womanhood Facebook group. On the 29th of April, coming up, I'm going to do a webinar. One of my friends and I, my, one of my friends and I, we're going to do a webinar on confidence. It's going to be a one hour class. We're going to talk. We're going to, I'm going to interview her. We're going to have some great conversation. I'm going to put a link if you're a woman to join that group. When you, in that group, it's a Facebook group. So there's a lot going on in there, but you know, um, once you join, you'll get an invite and you will be, you know, you'll be able to join us on a Facebook live on the 29th of, of April, time to be decided where we're going to do more in-depth webinar. It's free, free webinar on confidence. So thank you for joining me today. I hope you've enjoyed this little snippet, this little, this, this sneak peek, this little taster of what's going to be coming out in my book and indeed what's coming up in the webinar on the 29th. So, you know, subscribe, click the bell icon if you're on YouTube watching and click the follow button if you're on Spotify listening to this podcast. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Mentor of Life podcast, your one-stop shop for innovative solutions in life, health, and relationships. My little piece of the internet is shalaezeokoli.com. That's S-H-O-L-A-E-Z-E-O-K-O-L-I.com. There you can find links to my social media pages, sign up to work with me, or invite me to speak at your corporation, conference, or other event. Thank you so very much for listening. Until next time, remember, yes, you can have it all.